First down. Holy shit, what a weekend, and then what a Monday. Let's just, should we just go straight into the news, Chris? Straight into the news. All right, you want to talk about the games first from this weekend with our wild, almost a tie to eliminate the Steelers, or you want to go into Black Monday? I am very salty how that game turned out. <laughs> you were so hopeful. I was so hopeful. I didn't I didn't want the tie just because, like, I don't like the Steelers. I don't mind the Steelers. I wanted the tie because I wanted to see something I've never seen in NFL history. And that would have been something I don't think we've ever seen in NFL history. A tie, and both teams are in, and they kick another team out of the playoffs. Yeah, that, oh man, that that's just all sorts of stuff there, you know? Oh yeah. Like, and, and honestly, it was a great game too. It was. Um, really was. One of the better games out there. I mean, the rest of the games I felt like this week were kind of snooze fests. I didn't really, you know, besides Miami destroying New England again, we own Mac Jones. Um, you know, okay. I didn't really, didn't really pay much attention. Yeah, sure. Hey, he is zero and two against Tua Tungavailoa. That's all. Okay, what's your what's your point? Two of the better Alabama quarterback confirmed. Uh, <laughs> I I don't I don't necessarily know that that's true. Nope, but... nope. head to head, all that matters. Uh, Justin Herbert, really insane. Kind of have a love-hate relationship watching him. Yeah, he's a great quarterback. Um, I I don't necessarily think that they probably should have tied the game at the end of the game. Some of the calls may have been a little iffy, yeah. but made it worth watching. That is for sure. Okay. Let, let's get into Black Monday here. Um which, if you guys don't know, is the the day after the regular season ends is usually when a lot of coaches get fired. It started earlier this year. Uh, the Broncos got rid of Vic Fangio, which was kind of a known move. There were a lot of known moves and then one move, um, which if you notice Twitter, our Twitter, at Punta Podcast, um, over the past 24 hours, uh, which was not seen coming... Um, anyway, Broncos got rid of Vic Fangio, kind of a surprise, not, not really a surprise move there. A lot of people were saying if he, he didn't show much this year, he would have been gone. Um, I don't know what Denver's going to look for. I know they have requested to interview with Dan Quinn and Eric Bieniemy. Um, but didn't they, they also request for the coordinators out of Tampa Bay? I believe just Byron Leftwich. I don't think they did with um, his name is escaping my mind right now. Todd Bowles. Todd Bowles, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, I wasn't sure. Um. Then the Vikings got rid of Mike Zimmer and their GM Spielman. Um, again, not really a surprising news there. I think a lot of people. Knew that that was going to happen with a disappointing season. Um, you know, Spielman was known to get the first fully guaranteed contract in the NFL to Kirk Cousins. And Mike Zimmer just isn't that great of a coach for them. Past few years, I'll say. Past few years, Yeah, I'll say. past few years. There you go. And the Bears got rid of Nagy and Pace. So now um, Aaron Rodgers is going to have himself a busy week. Um, you know, he's got to prepare for bye week coming up. He's got to heal off his foot, has to find a new GM and coach for the Bears <laughs> since he owns them. Uh, you know, it's just going to be a, a long week. 
Hell yeah. Um, technically, the Raiders still have an open coaching spot. I don't know how they don't give it to their interim with as much as he's done. Yeah, I think they should. And if they don't, they're kind of dumb. Unless they get a really top-profile guy. Yeah. Um, and then came the news that... Well, okay, before we get to the news that surprised me, um, Dave Gettleman of the Giants GM, he retired. Um, and then came the news that kind of surprised me. The Dolphins fired Brian Flores <laughs> after back-to-back winning seasons, which we haven't had since 2002-2003. Yikes. Yeah. I didn't know it had been that long. Oh, buddy. Welcome to pain and suffering. Um, I want to give time to the other ones first before I talk about the Dolphins one. Did any of these firings besides Miami surprise you? I don't think so. I don't think so. I think these were all ones that we had predicted that would happen if... They didn't get where they needed to be. I definitely saw the Bears coming. Oh, yeah. The Vikings one did kind of surprise me just because he's had worse seasons and nothing has changed. Um, of course, fair. you got the Texans. I always forget the Texans and the Jaguars have openings as well, but that happened earlier Mid-season. in the year. Yeah. Yep. Um, you know, the, the Broncos, to me, was probably the more surprising one. I didn't know if they were going to give him one more year or not. No, I don't think he deserves another year. I, I they haven't, so they haven't played good at all. And he's been the coach since uh, Manning left, hasn't he? I, I I think so, yeah. I thought it was like four years, five years that he'd been there. Uh, I think Manning left in 15. So he might might not have been. But bes- that's besides the point. He hasn't. They haven't done anything no, they since done Peyton Manning anything. left that team. They've gone through, I believe, ten quarterbacks in like six years. So that's not really all that great, in my opinion. Um, I, I think Dave Gettleman was a s- massive surprise to me. Yeah. Uh, I think him retiring because, you know, GMs just don't normally retire like that. Um, well, I mean, it's the Giants. To be fair, you're correct. Okay, thank you. <laughs> uh, but So that leaves six head, co- head coaching jobs and three GMs that people need to find now. Yeah, I I heard, and I don't know if this is necessarily true or not, but uh, Jim Harbaugh, that's that's uh, uh, the, the Michigan coach, correct? Yeah, okay. Yep. I, I know his brother's John, but yep. I'm not sure. I just wasn't sure which Former one was coach doing for the 49ers. what. Uh, I heard that he's potentially wanting to make an NFL return. Yes, uh, that leads directly into Miami, actually. Are they, is he linked to Miami? Does he think... It's... Or... Okay, so it depends on what you believe here. So, um, backstory here. Jim Harbaugh works at Michigan, correct, right now. Yep. Steven Ross is a very proud Michigan alumni member who's the owner of the Dolphins. Um, and he was very public about one point on how he wanted... He would love to have Harbaugh on his staff. Then he went to Michigan, and now he says that... Um, he's not going to be the owner that takes Harbaugh away from Michigan because of his love for Michigan. Yeah. But at the same time, now you've got reports that Ross and Harbaugh have been in connection. You know, you don't normally fire a back-to-back winning season coach unless you're planning to bring in a big fish. That is true. Um, 
And then there's also been reports because of how close Harbaugh is to the McCaskey family that owns the Bears, he also might be going to Chicago. Yeah, I've heard reports of that too. Um, my opinion, I I think he wants to come back to the NFL. I'm not sure if he comes back to either Miami or Chicago. Yeah, I mean, Miami would be better than Chicago, in my opinion. Yeah, because I mean, Miami, the cap I believe, space and the draft well, picks and that. Yeah, I think, but I think more. Miami overall has a better team. Oh, like, I think that's the def- nicest thing you've said about Miami all, all podcast. <laughs> well, <laughs> I think their defense is slightly better than uh, uh, than the Bears' defense is, and then I mean, you could go either way on the offensive side of the ball, but I think the main key is that the Miami defense is a little bit better than Chicago's. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, so I don't know what what's going to happen because, like I said, there's six six potentially seven head coaching. I think the Raiders should just give it to the person who's in the interim coach, and I'm, I'm forgetting his name right now. That's going to bother me for a while now, but um, I, I know you're Googling it right now. Yeah, I got you. you know, out of all six coaching candidacies right now, Miami's is probably the most intriguing and probably the most desired. But there's yeah. so many question marks I have currently about What's going on behind the scenes? And and I, like I said, I want to give credit. I want to talk about the other coaching opens right now before I talk about Miami. So let's talk about the other openings right now. And Rich Basakia. Yes, I I, I knew Raiders. it was a weird last name. Um, I think he deserves it. Yeah. No. I mean, especially with as much drama as the team has had to go around. Oh, hey, I just got a notification that the Bears are going to interview Brian Flores. Huh, noise. Um, all right, so let's rank the or let's not rank. Let's just talk about the openings right now. Um, the Bears on a scale of one. Well, let's go on a star rating system. Let's go one to five. How desirable do you think that the Bears' job is overall? I'd say three and a half stars, mainly because of the franchise history in itself but you do have a potential promising young star at quarterback and a really stud running back but you got to work on the defense okay um i give it honestly i give it a four star potential um the the mccaskies and the bears organization as a whole has shown they're not afraid to spend uh you know, they're getting a new GM, so that's very exciting news. Um, so, I mean, I, and I give it a four-star for both coaching and GM at this point. Um, you know, the Bears have been known to hold on to coaches, so you have a bit of security there. And as long as you produce, I mean, I don't think Aaron Rodgers leaves Green Bay anytime soon. But if you can start setting yourself up for the future when Aaron Rodgers does leave then you're going to be hailed as a hero because Chicago loves its sports teams. And Chicago definitely loves their Bears. You know? Oh, yeah. Um, They are one of the better fan bases in in the sport right now. Uh, Packers are the best traveling fan base, but it is what it is. (laughs) Oh, dude, those... uh, Did you see the 49ers fans? 
Like, even Matthew Stafford was talking about Yeah, I about, know. It, it was insane. <laughs> and they were playing at home. He's like, yeah, the noise is just too much that second half. Yeah. What? <laughs> you played at home. But, uh, yeah, no, I, give it, I give it four stars for the Bears. Um, if Flores goes there, I think he's going to do great things. Um, but you got to make sure that you get the coach and the GM to be on the same page. Oh, yeah. Uh, Broncos. Um, I give it a two-star. Yeah, I give it about a two-star, too. That's just kind of a shit show over there. I mean, not just being a shit show. Now you're in a division with Patrick Mahomes. And, 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 and Justin, Justin Herbert. Herbert. And Derek Carr. You know, we, we always forget about Derek Carr being there, you know, as a good quarterback. Yeah, that is true. Um, I mean, that right there could be six losses in a year. Yeah, and then, like... You know, again, it's not like you know, not like ownership doesn't spend money on them, but it just like it does seem like a lot of people are thriving to go to Denver. Um, yeah. Okay, we'll skip over the Dolphin Jaguars. I'm gonna give that a, a three. Oh. <laughs> no, nah, I'm gonna give it a three. You got Trevor Lawrence, who this weekend showed tremendous improvements on almost every aspect of his game. He made the right decisions. He didn't force nothing. He ran the ball when nothing was open downfield. Um, so he's learning. That defense proved that it can be really good um, if they all play fundamental football. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I think you just get a few more pieces, both offensively and defensively. I think they could be a decent team. They might not win or run the division, but I think they can at least compete with every team they play with. Instead of getting blown out 50 to 10. I'll give it a one star instead of a half a star then at this point. And that's only because of uh, Trevor Lawrence. Um, You know, they've had a lot of issues lately with like the NFLPA filing grievances against them. Players just don't seem to want to go there. When players do leave, they have nothing but bad things to say. You've got... You know, players fighting the owner and the owner's son on Twitter. Um, I just, to me right now, Jacksonville, unless you are pretty much said, hey, this is your team, you know, we're going to give you all the resources we can. To me, Jacksonville just isn't that appetizing to go to. Yeah. I'm not going to talk about the Raiders because I feel like they should just give it to um, their interim head coach. Rich forgot his, yeah, forgot his name again, didn't you? Uh, no, I did. I just wasn't going to try and butcher it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's Basakia. I'm pretty um, sure that's what I've heard. I, I guess if I had to give it a start, that's a four, maybe even five star, because of just how diehard the fan is. you got the new stadium. You yeah, know, you're, I, you're in Vegas. The ownership is loyal to promote. You know, to promoting its fans. I say that after they leave Oakland. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, they, they, they love the black and silver. Yeah, I think I think that's a four star at, at least a four star. And I mean, if I'm wrong, isn't uh, Rick Basakio doesn't he have black hair and a silver beard? So I mean, he already fits the part. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, so. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's you you may need a bit more talent on both sides of the ball, but it's it's not a bad team to go to right now. No, I mean, it, obviously, they just made the playoffs, um, or bad team to stay at if you're Rich Basakia, but yeah. I mean, they made the playoffs by knocking off a really high-powered team. Yeah, they and, did. <sighs> freaking, they should have tied. Brandon Staley, you dumb idiot for taking okay. a timeout. Did you see that he only had 10 players on the field? 
It doesn't matter. They were playing for the tie. Yeah, but you don't know that. That's the thing. You always got to assume that they're they going were, for They the were going to run the ball. I know. All you needed to do was put those 10 guys. Uh, I just. I Look, I know still this, think. Because right? we're, we're meme lord shit posters, but. I he still think that. he made the mistake of calling that timeout because they ran the ball the two previous plays. Why would they throw it? If they tie, they're both in. They both know that. Yeah. Or you should know that. Oh. I don't know. It's just, I don't know. It's dumb. I, I think he shouldn't have called the timeout no matter what because obviously Derek Carr at the end of the game, he basically said, we were playing for the tie until yeah. that timeout changed our mind. I think even Rick, uh, Rich Basacchio came out and said that, yeah, we were going to run the clock out until they took that timeout. Yeah. Um, and then the Vikings head coaching position. Um, I give that a, I, think that's a, a, I give it a three or four. I give it a four and a half. I think you got a lot of talent offensively. With, uh, if you can JJ potentially Dalvin Cook, Adam Thielen, yeah, Adam Thielen, their t- their tight end Tyler Conklin, he's pretty good. Offensive line isn't bad. The defense isn't bad either. I yeah, mean, I mean, I think they just need good coaching and better quarterback play, and they're a great team to worry about. Yeah, I think if you get a good quarterback, then that team realistically could compete with Green Bay for the division. Yeah, Kellen Mond season, here we come. <laughs> uh, but. And then the three GM positions, we briefly talked about the Bears. I think that's probably the most intriguing position right now, just from a, a you know, interesting standpoint. Um, and then we've got the Giants and the Vikings. Uh, so what way would you rank those from one to three? Um, I'd probably put the Bears just a very, very, very small, itty-bitty little bit above the Vikings. And the Bears get the edge because of their franchise history. Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, you know. Unfortunately, the Bears don't have their first round pick this year, which is going to be difficult for this year. But you can set that up going forward. Yeah, but honestly, I'd rank the Giants like five. I know there's not five open GM spots, but like five. <laughs> that yeah. team is a mess. Um, and then what? And just because we got to talk about it. Miami, where do you, what star rating would you give a Miami coaching job right now? Oh, I'd give it a four and a half, probably. I mean, you got good kind young of on talent. Part with the Vikings and the Bears, then. Yeah, I mean, they got good young talent, both sides of the ball. Um, uh, you get a good coach, you can really work with two and make him make him a good quarterback. I don't think he can be a great quarterback on his own. But I think with good coaching, he can be a good quarterback and lead the Dolphins to playoff appearances, multiple. So, I, I know we've been told to kind of leave the Packers and the Dolphins talk for last, but I feel like we have to talk about it now. Um, I got, I do have one disclaimer I got to throw. I kind of got shit on privately through text um, by saying I wanted Deshaun Watson over Tua. I, let, let me, and, and I'm going to have to say this, and I've said it before, I want Deshaun Watson over Tua if the allegations are false. Yeah. If, if even one allegation is true, stay the fuck away from my team. Yep. You know? If one um, of them's true, I don't think he plays. I don't think so either. I love Tua. Like, I, and, and everyone's like, oh, why are you such a Tua hater? I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Do you not listen to me talk? I am one of the biggest Tua believers out there. <laughs> but I'm not overly blind to go, oh, man, Tua's better than Deshaun Watson. He's not. Not right now, at least. Yeah, not right now. Um, but to be fair, Deshaun hasn't played in a year and a half. Yeah. Um, but, you know, 
let's talk about the Dolphins coaching job. That was a shock to me. I did not see that coming. And then the reports that came out afterwards were just as shocking as the firing. Yeah, I didn't see it coming either. I mean, I, I thought Brian Flores did. I mean, yeah, they had an awful start, but they also had a carousel of quarterbacks coming in and out of that door because yeah. two had got hurt. And then, yeah, it was just a mess. No, absolutely. Um, did you read any of the reports that came out afterwards on Twitter or anything like that? No, it's not my team. I don't care. Okay, well then let me write. <laughs> um, it initially started off that this happened because Stephen Ross sat down with um, Chris Greer and Flores and saw that they weren't on the same page. And he liked the direction more of what Chris was going than Flores. Now, there's debate on what that means. Does that mean... Ross and Greer are more pro Tua than Deshaun, and they want to rock with Tua more than Deshaun? Or does that mean Flores is pro Tua and anti Deshaun? I think it means Greer and Ross want Tua more than they want Deshaun. I think because everyone has always said that Flores was often hard on Tua. And then the reports came out on just how hard he was on Tua. Like, Benching him last year for Fitzpatrick, on like in their closing seconds, um, and then there's also the reports of him whenever he was coming back from rehabbing, that Flores was sending him drug tested weekly because he thought he was taking steroids because of how like because you remember those pictures I showed you of Tua being slim his rookie year and just how beefy he looked this year. Yeah, um, Flores was sending him to get weekly drug and again this is all speculation no, nothing confirmed it's sending him to get weekly drug tested um didn't really praise him a whole lot was extremely tough on him um, but sometimes you have to be sometimes you have to be um but then there was the report that after the titans game uh tua who was one of the most soft-spoken people allegedly out there told flores to f off just straight up told him to f off and then there's, like, apparently almost punches thrown, and it was rough. Hmm. Now, could that translate to how Tua plays on the field? Yeah, absolutely. Um, does that mean all this is true? No. I'm sure a lot of this is being leaked to kind of ruin Flores' reputation and protect Miami, because... Honestly, it looks like a bad fire right now. Oh, yeah. But if if some of these are true and, you know, if, if Stephen Ross did sit down and say, okay, what are your directions with the team? And Chris Greer said, I want to stick with Tua. I want to build around Tua while he's got his rookie deal. He won't be the most expensive quarterback out there, so we have cap space to build a better team around him. And Flores says, no, Tua's a bum type deal. He wants to Sean. <laughs> Dude, don't, don't ever go on Miami Twitter and try to look up Tua debates, man. There is some rough, rough fights out there. Just um, like uh, that uh, reporter's a bum for not voting for Aaron Rodgers for MVP. Did, did we talk about on, that? Uh, we didn't talk about that. Remember, that's the thing you forgot. Oh, yeah. Um, we'll talk about that in fourth down. Okay. <laughs> All right. Cool, 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 and cool. I don't plan on talking too much longer about this before I save it to fourth down because I'll give my opinions <laughs> kind of in fourth down. Um and then Ross decided to separate them and kind of go, well, I like the direction he's got going more than, you know. And, so, and honestly, it's easier to find a coach than it is to find a GM. 
Oh, yeah. But, yeah. I mean, you got to do what's best for your team, yeah. not what's best for and, one and, specific person. And, and Ross came out and said that. He said, like, you know, it's best whenever this whole organization goes the same direction, and the whole organization wasn't going the same direction. So I feel like it's more along the lines of uh, uh, Flores was wanting to do away with Tua versus, you know, the other way around or whatever. Um, you know, and I saw some reports saying that people within the Dolphins organization are relieved that Flores was fired because apparently he was a tough guy to work with. Um, he loved, like, the players were fine, but, like, I guess he was really rough on staff. And then I had to go back and see if I saved this on Twitter. But did you know how many offensive coordinators and other coaching staff we went through on the Dolphins side of everything? I think it was... Uh... During Flores' tenure, wasn't it three for each? Three, o, three OCs and three DCs? Yes. That's what I thought. Yes, it was. And then not counting, like, offensive line coach. And, like, we just didn't have that stabilization, you know? Yeah. Um, and maybe that was one thing that, you know, that they want to find is more stabilization. And, I mean, I can understand that. but Yeah, absolutely. Um. Just... To, me, to me, though, this is scary because unless you uh, unless you make a big high here, like you get at Eric Bieniemy or a Jim Harbaugh, a lot of people are going to question this decision. Oh, I, yeah. I hope we get Tua involved. If that's the direction we're going and we're building around Tua, let's get Tua involved and go from there. Um but I will save the rest of my talk for fourth down. Chris, what are your thoughts on first down for all this? I think it's going to be a fun offseason. Uh, yeah, it's definitely going to be interesting, and I hope we find out a lot of these coaching hires soon. But I hope they're spaced out enough so we have content to talk about after uh, the playoffs. Uh, You're such a content whore. Hey, you remember how hard it was to find content at some points. No, we just make our own content. That is entirely fair, but we'll figure we... it out. Yeah, we will. Um, we always do. Is there really anything else you want to talk about on first down? I mean, I love it was just going to be Black Monday and then score recaps. Yeah, I mean, um, I'm upsetty spaghetti. The Chargers and Raiders didn't tie, but it is what it is. That's all I got. I mean, <laughs> it, it was a fun last week of football. That is for sure. I oh, mean, yeah. That, I think that Chargers-Raiders game was probably the most interesting and attention-grabbing last NFL regular season game I personally have ever seen. And, I mean, I'm only 22, but that was insane. I mean, to tie and you both get in and kick another team out, and then they call a timeout and the Raiders are like, ah, screw you guys, we're going we're gonna to score a touchdown or kick right. a field goal. right. Also, I do want to give credit. Um, I know it's not the NFL. Um, NCAA had their college championship last night, and the oh, University yeah, of right. Georgia Bulldogs beat Alabama. Heck uh, yeah. Heck yeah, exactly. Uh, to hell with Nick Saban. Uh, fuck <laughs> you for leaving Miami. Uh, I know I probably shouldn't root for Kirby Smart either because he also left Miami when Saban left, but, uh, <laughs> you know. Um, I have not been a fan of any – NCAA football team until this year. 
I'm a fan of the Cincinnati Bearcats, not because I made the playoffs, but them home jerseys are fire. I am a uh, University of Miami Hurricanes fan, so. Shocker. It's all about the U, baby. <laughs> but yeah, I was hoping Cincinnati was going to beat Alabama uh, last week. They just, or two weeks ago, whenever they played, but they Cincinnati did not play good offensively. It was just a poorly called offensive game. Yeah. And I'm glad Georgia won, though. I'm tired of seeing Alabama win every year. <laughs> yeah. You and me both, bud. <laughs> but, yeah, that's all I got for first down. So. All right. Then we will see you guys within the second down. Yeet. Second down. What's up, everybody? Welcome to second down. We are going to go over the final week of the regular season. And then we will go over our top five, bottom five, and our fancy dancy Excel spreadsheet that you can see pictures of on our pot on our Twitter podcast at Punnett Podcast on Twitter. Uh, speaking of that, come next season preseason, uh, I will be posting um, on the Twitter page and potentially on our TikTok account too um, a picture of our weekly predictions. And then after the episode, a picture of the weekly results from those predictions. Um, that way we can just kind of get that out there for you guys to look at. And uh, that way you don't always have to just come back and reference the uh, the episode if you forget what we predicted or something like that. Just try to help you guys out, make it, make it easier. Because um, I, I set up a, my Excel spreadsheet to allow me to do that instead of having it one jumbled giant mess. Which this is a jumbled giant mess, isn't it, TJ? You know, it's it's not too bad, um, but it's it's it could be more organized, which is something we, you and I will both work on as we go. What do you mean? I already worked on it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say something like it sounds like we're doing good. I mean, come on. <laughs> but all right. So in my little notes here that I write on a receipt that I have in my room here for some reason. Um, overall, through for the week, you gained one point on me. Woo! So you're going to need a lot in the playoffs, but <laughs> you gained one. Thankfully, they're all double points, even though I'm looking through and our predictions aren't going to be that different. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I'm looking through. I got a one-point difference here, one-point difference there. Two-point difference there. Goodness gracious, TJ. All right. And we both went nine and seven on the week. Um, I thought it was kind of cool that we both went nine and seven. Yeah. There's some, some games Just that... Just like my Dolphins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but... I guess technically... Did we go nine and seven this year? Yeah. Yeah, I thought so. I think, I th- yeah. Yeah. I think. I should know that. No, nine and eight. It would be nine and yeah, eight. Yeah, yeah, nine and eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not sixteen weeks. But all right, Kansas City and you to Denver Broncos. Can you hear that? Yes. Oh my goodness! All right, <laughs> I'm gonna close my door. I'm a Give me a sec. <laughs> I didn't know you could hear that. I could hear it through my headset. I was like, I kind of hope they can't hear that. But yeah, girlfriends out there listening to, or watching some Reba. Yeah, but. hell yeah. <laughs> But anyways, Chiefs and Broncos. Um, I think the Chiefs were a blown assignment away from losing this game. If the tight end for the Denver Broncos, which I'm not sure if it was Noah Fant or a backup tight end, 
didn't miss a block, Melvin Gordon won't get blown up in the backfield and fumble the ball, and they'll return it for a touchdown. And I think the Broncos win that game. Now, do I think the Chiefs get bounced in the first round? No. Mainly because of who they play. But I don't think they are the high-caliber Chiefs of the last four years, in my personal opinion. I mean, they almost lost to the Broncos, and they played their starters the whole game. Because they, if they win and the Titans lose, they would have got the one seed. But the Titans didn't lose. So, I don't know. I, I got serious questions about this team. Uh, I know some professionals out there. <coughs> Nick Wright uh, loves it. Loves his team. But uh, I got some doubts. I don't think... I, I just... I, I don't know. I, this team isn't the same that it has been the last few years, in my, in my opinion. But offensively, they're a little bit worse, but defensively, I think they're a little bit better, which is weird. But it is what it is. Um, so, yeah, 28-24, Kansas City wins, 52 total points, 43 guessed by me, 47 by TJ. Uh, I got one, you got two, and we both won that week for predicting the Chiefs. Yeah. Um, Cowboys-Eagles. Um, so... <sighs> I'm seeing a lot of cowboy fans being like, "Oh, we're we're primed for a playoff run, blah blah blah." I don't see it. 56 to 7, they won against Washington. 22 to 25, they lost against the Cardinals. 51 to 26 against the Eagles backups. You have two wins against Basically, two garbage teams and a loss against a competitive team. I, I, I don't know how they're gonna how they're gonna make a playoff push. They can't beat a good team, in my opinion. And they play the 49ers, who, for me, I don't want to play. No, they're a scary team to play against. Uh, and I think we're gonna end up playing them. And I don't want to, but I think we're gonna end up playing them. Uh, because I think they're going to beat the Cowboys. Uh, that, I think that offense is way too dynamic. Um, even with all of what the Cowboys have defensively, I think the 40, 49ers are just a little bit better. Um, no Trayvon Diggs. He's not going to have an impact on the game. Uh, and if he does, it'll be because he get, gets burnt. That dude... So many people love him, but the dude gives up so many yards. You run a double move on him, you'll burn him. I've seen it. You'll burn him. But, I don't know. I guess that's my cowboy rant for the day. I just, I don't see him going very far. See, well, you have a rant on the Cowboys. I have a rant on the Eagles. All right, go for it. Uh, I see everyone on the Eagles talking about how great they are and, you know, how they had their nice little run. Um, and then like the same Eagles fans were also kind of crapping on Miami's run saying, Oh, you never beat anyone. Let me just pull up the Eagles people that they beat in this last little stretch here. Right. So they got spanked by the Cowboys. They beat a Washington football team. They beat the giants. They beat the Washington football team. They beat the jets. They lost to the giants. They beat the saints. They beat the Broncos lost to the chargers beat the Lions, 
lost to the Raiders, lost to the Bucks, beat the Panthers, lost to the Chiefs, lost to the Cowboys, lost to the 49ers, beat the Falcons. Who did you beat this year that makes you think that you are, like, what, the Saints? Congratulations, Miami beat them as well. Yeah, that sounds like a... Other than that, schedule. you beat no one. So don't sit there, Philly, thumping your chest, talking about how, oh, we got the better wide receiver and we got your first-round pick and we made the playoffs. It's not my fault Miami plays in the better conference. Like, no, get out Division. I wouldn't go better conference, but... Division. I would go better conference. Bro, why? Oh, I'm sorry. We just went 9-7 and seven and missed. Okay. But you got eh, okay. <laughs> I could I could see what you're saying, but I guess there's more the the teams in the middle of the AFC are a little bit better than the teams in the middle of the NFC. But the top of the NFC is by far, I think, better than the top of the AFC. And, and that's fine. But like, let's see here. The seventh seed is the nine and eight Eagles. So. And then, they could have been, they could have been ten and seven had they started their starters. Just saying. Yeah. Um, I don't think they still would have beaten the Cowboys. Well, probably not. But <laughs> you know, and so, and then you had one other team. Meanwhile, the AFC had three teams who were nine and eight that didn't make it in. Yeah, but you had the nine, seven, and one Steelers make it in. That's basically the same as nine and eight. And listen, they should have they shouldn't have been in there anyway. But you either way, you would have had a nine and seven one nine seven and one All team I'm saying make is it. The Eagles didn't beat anyone. I'm sorry, they had a cupcake of a schedule. <laughs> Dang, throwing shade. Listen, okay. I'm not saying I'm a Philly hater, but um, their fan base might be the most toxic when it comes to all sports, whether it be hockey. Basketball, football, baseball. I don't know if they have a soccer fan base, but I'm sure. I'm <laughs> sure they do. The I'm league sure soccer it's just as bad. <laughs> but yeah, I I hope Philly runs all over that Tampa defense. But let's be real here; they're not going to. No. Um, but yeah, fifty-one to twenty-six Dallas, seventy-seven total points, forty-five guessed by me, forty-four guessed by you. I got one, you got two, or I got two, you got one. Uh, then we both also won that week. <sighs> the disappointment of the week. Green Bay at Detroit. Is it really a disappointment, though? I, I In my, not really, but yes. Um, Rodgers played for the first half. He was 14 of 18 for 138, two touchdowns, a rating of 135. He played great. Uh, they were down 17 to 13 at halftime. If Rodgers played second half, do I think they would have won? Yes. Jordan Love played. Played well until he needed to play great. So from what I was watching, because I couldn't watch the game. I didn't have game pass, and it wasn't on uh, my local channels because of the, the Bears. So thank you, Bears. Um, but uh, from what I was seeing, Jordan Love was just handing the ball off. Most of the time, except for that one long 67-yard touchdown to Josiah DeGuara, which I don't even know how it happened. I haven't even watched highlights yet, mainly because I don't want to. Um, but he pretty much handed the ball off, which any quarterback in the NFL can do. Look at Ryan Tannehill. He's successful when he hands the ball off. Um, 
when he needed to throw at the end of the game, he threw two interceptions. That is what concerns me. He's sat behind Rodgers for almost two full seasons now. And when you need to make a play, he had two chances. Two chances. And he could not do it. Yes, I understand. Give him more time. Give him a chance. I'm going to, if Rodgers leaves this year or next. But, man, I just don't see it yet. And it's, I don't know, it's just disappointing. That means you but, just uh, need to keep Rodgers, draft more quarterbacks in the first round. Hey, I mean, whatever. Um, Might as well, right? <laughs> and just go from there. But, uh, yeah, I guess that was my fourth down rant on second down. But, you know, it is what it is. Uh, 37 to 30. I thought overall the team played good. The defense just was undisciplined. They, I mean, a fake punt, a trick play. I mean, they're extremely undisciplined. I think we still could have won that game, but defense played poorly. Uh, so, 67 total points scored. I guess 55. TJ guessed 34. I got one point. You didn't get any. We both lost that game. Colts and Jags. Colts and Jags. You did. Uh, 26 to 11 Jags. That was a terrible game. I think that's the worst game I've ever seen out of Carson Wentz in my life. He just couldn't do anything. And I don't know why. It was the Jaguars. Almost everybody did something against the Jaguars. But, uh, yeah, they had two straight weeks of winning your in, and they couldn't do it. So, uh yeah, you know, let's just say hopefully it's the uh, oh, what's it called? Let's hope they trade Jordan Love down there to the Colts for you. Hey, Carson I'm Wentz okay with is that. not. Carson Wentz is not the answer. No. Um, but thirty-seven total points scored. Forty-seven guessed by me. Thirty-seven guessed by you. You got three. Woo! How about it? You know what? I'll take it. Um, I think I should have gotten like 70 because of predicting the Jaguars to beat the Colts. i give you four if you want. No, it's not going to matter. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, you've got two consecutive weeks of scoring at least three points in one one game. So, good I'm job. just that damn good. Yeah, and yet you're still down 20-some points. Okay, that's what I thought. Notice I've turned Sit it back. on these last two, three weeks. So, uh, But I've held my ground, so you haven't really gained a whole lot. Yeah, well, <laughs> shit happens. Uh, Washington Giants um, did not watch. 22-7. Uh, Giants win, right? Yeah. No. Right? No. Washington Who won this game? Won. Didn't they? Yeah. That's what I thought. Yep. I don't know why I put Giants. I guess I just wanted them to win. You're really hoping. Yep. Uh, 22-7. Washington wins. I even put it right. I put 22 and then I put 7. And I just put 22-7 Giants. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm dumb. Whatever. Uh, 29 total points scored. 31 guessed by me. 41 guessed by TJ. I got 2. TJ got none. You thought the Giants would win. Uh, Chicago, Minnesota. Uh, that was an embarrassment. Mainly because the Bears were up fourteen to nothing at one point, and then lost thirty-one to seventeen. So, yikes! See you, Nagy, and Pace. I guess I didn't expect Pace to get fired. I but. did. I really did. Is what it is. Just because I had seen rumors going about it. Forty-eight total points 
scored 55 guess by me 43 by you you got two i got none i thought the bears would actually do something and win but they did not <laughs> this game tennessee at the texans for the first time in the 2021 nfl season a game has ended 28 to 25 and tj did not guess it i know i'm so sad <laughs> I couldn't believe that. When That's I saw it, I was like... That's my shtick. I know. When I saw it, I was like, no way. So I immediately texted TJ. I was like, a game ended 28 to 25. <laughs> and I came back here to check if you guessed it. And I, you didn't. I was like, dang it. I'd have been, I would have gave you straight up five points right there. You know 100%. What? I, that, that would be fair, I guess. <laughs> but, yeah. 28-25, Tennessee wins. Uh, 53 total points. 47 guessed by me. 43 guessed by TJ. Uh, I got... Two, I TJ got one. Uh, Pittsburgh and the Ravens went into overtime, sixteen to thirteen. Pittsburgh won, twenty-nine total points scored there. Forty-seven guessed by me, forty-four by TJ. Um, TJ was closer, and why did why did I fucked that one up? Didn't I? No, I didn't. No, okay, I was looking at the wrong wrong line. TJ got two, I got one. Got myself all confuzzled over here. Uh, Bengals at the Browns. Battle of the backups. Um, Cleveland won 21-16. Burrow didn't play. Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, uh, Joe Mixon. They either didn't play or played a limited role. Um, so I'm not concerned there. Just like I'm not with, concerned about your, your Packers there because they played with their practice squad mostly. Yeah, I mean... Some people on Twitter think it's just, oh, you <laughs> lost to the Lions. You're gonna, you're gonna lose. You're. Hi, Valeno. <laughs> <laughs> but it's all right. No worries. Um, uh, yeah, Cleveland. Uh, they pull out the win. Like I said, just backups everywhere on the field. Uh, Thirty-seven total points. Forty-seven guests by me. Forty-four by TJ. Uh, TJ, you got one point out of that. I didn't get any. Woo! <laughs> uh, Rams 49ers. This was also a good game. I, I liked watching this. I thought the Rams were going to blow the 49ers out of the water, and then I tweeted, uh, 49ers, if you want to make the playoffs, you better show up, and boy, did they show up. Uh-huh. Like They made me eat my words, too. They came back, and they did a good job. They, they won the game. I... Um, I almost guessed it. I was three points off on both sides of the ball. Um, but, yeah, 27-24, 49ers, and a thriller, I thought. Uh, 51 total points, 57 guessed by me, 50, 40, nope, 42 guessed by you. Uh, you thought the Rams were going to win. <laughs> so you got one. Or you didn't get any, sorry. That's okay. Uh, Bucks. One, it was the Panthers. They suck. Forty-one to seventeen. Fifty-eight total points. Fifty-four guessed by me. Forty or thirty-two guessed by TJ. Uh, I got two. TJ got one. Seattle and Arizona. This was a good game, and Arizona did not come out on top. Seattle ended the season on a really high note. Uh, beat Detroit last week by a bunch, and then coming into Arizona and beating them. Uh, Sixty-eight total points. 48 guessed by me, 35 by TJ. I got one, and TJ didn't get any. We both thought the Cardinals were going to win. Uh, Miami-Pittsburgh, or 
Pittsburgh Patriots, uh, 33-24 Miami, uh, 57 total points, 38 guessed by me, 44 guessed by TJ, and I jump off the bandwagon for a week and they win, so I don't get any points. TJ gets two. Uh, New Orleans and Atlanta. Uh, New Orleans, they would have got in if the 49ers lost. Uh, but they won 30-20 to 20 over Atlanta. 50 total points. 37 guessed by me. 27 guessed by you. I got two. You got one. You thought Atlanta would win. Uh, Jets and Bills. 27-10. Buffalo over the Jets. Um, 37 total points. 55 guessed by me. 34 guessed by you. You got two. I got one. And the disappointment of the week, Chargers Raiders, 35-32 Las Vegas, 67 total points, 61 guessed by me, 65 by TJ, and TJ gets one point. So, with that, TJ, you have 311 regular season tallies, Mm -hmm. I have 334, you are down 23, overall... It is 386 to 361. You're down to 25 overall. Record-wise, I believe I am still losing, unfortunately. Can we not move over or what? What's going on here? There we go. Okay. Uh, Record-wise, TJ, you are at 174 and a half and 96 and a half. I am at 166 and 105. So that should be good for that. Uh, we're only doing double tallies. We're not doing double wins, right? <laughs> Correct. Yeah. No. Uh, sorry. No, it took me a second to process what you just said there. Uh, <laughs> no, we can't do double wins. We only get one win per game or a loss per game. Exactly. Um, but uh, all right. Top five, bottom five? Top five, bottom five time. One of, honestly, one of my favorite segments. I'm sad that this is the last time we're going to do it this year. Um, yeah. I'm going to let you go first this time. Okay. So, my last week top five, I went, I'm going to go from five to one. Bengals, Bucks, Rams, Titans, Packers. This week, at number five, I've got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. At number four, I've got the Cincinnati Bengals. I felt like I haven't given them enough love. Kind of want to go to that game just to say I went to a playoff game and kind of, you know, like honestly, um, I feel you. Number three, the Rams. Uh, number two, the Titans, because they're the number one seed in the AFC. And the number one seed in the NFC and the league, the Packers. Yeah. Um, top five last week for me was Chiefs, Rams, Bengals, Titans, Packers. That was from five to one. This week, I got Bucks at five, Chiefs at one, or Chiefs at one, Chiefs at four. Bengals at three, Titans at two, and Packers at one. I don't think you have the Chiefs at four. Yeah, dude. They're at four, bro. R- read the name. The the Chiefs, bro. I'm reading the name. I before E. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I love you. I'm going to go hurt you somehow, someway. Daddy, please. <laughs> um, Alrighty, then. Alright, so bottom... Five for me last week. I had the Jags at 32, the Lions at 31, Giants at 30, Texans at 29, and the Jets at 28. 
Uh, I went lazy on my bottom five. I just took the top five draft picks and set them at the, in that order. So I've got at 32 Jacks, 31 Lions, 30 Texans, Jets at 29, and Giants at 28 because that's the top five picks. You guys suck. You guys are terrible. Take your spots. Take your trophy. Get the fuck out of my face. Wow, that's rude. Uh, I actually put some heart and soul into my bottom <laughs> five. You really did, though. Um, I went Giants at 32 because they're an absolute dumpster fire. I put Lions at 31 because they barely beat a practice squad. Uh, I put the Jags at 30 because... <clears throat> excuse me. Because, the yeah, they beat the Colts and knocked them out of the playoffs, so congrats to you guys. Uh, I put the Jets at 29 and the Panthers at 28. All I'm saying is you've ruined twice now a perfect line we could have had all the way across. Mm, I don't care. And I ruined it once. I'll, I'll give you that. I and don't care. I, I we could have don't had go for, I don't go for patterns. And Lions all across the 31st. I don't go for patterns. I go for heart and soul, but sorry <laughs> uh, about you. No, I just went with the top five picks because, come on, seriously. Um. <laughs> but, yeah, I. Yeah, those. I don't know. What, what do you think Jacksonville takes, though? Who do I think they take? Yeah, what, yeah I mean, yeah. Uh, to me, it's between Kayvon Thibodeau or Aiden Hutchinson, and I don't think it's very particular close unless you want to protect Trevor Lawrence and go offensive line, in which case they probably take Neal out of Alabama. Okay. Um, I see, I see, I see. Because now that the college football season's over, you're going to get more. Uh, yes, I almost said Tyler Neal. It's Evan Neal. Um, there's a Tyler Lindenbrom out of Iowa who also I could see them taking. He's an uh, interior offensive lineman. But no, I think they take either Aiden Hudson or Kayvon Thibodeau, or they take Evan Neal or Tyler Lindenbaum. Okay. Uh, I yeah. think the Lions botched their pick, to be honest here. I think the Lions botched their pick. Yep. I, think they, I think they should take whichever one of... Aiden Hutchinson or Kayvon Thibodeau is there. Um, I have my preference, but um, a little spoiler alert going ahead. Um, we'll talk about the two people upcoming here soon because we're getting ready to start doing draft profiles because we have less than three months till the draft. Yeah. And we um, have 30 first round prospects. <laughs> if I. Or. Okay. Is Bryce Young going uh, to declare for the draft this year? Or is that next year? I think he's eligible for the draft this year. I think he. I think he has to wait one more year. Really? Let me. Let me do. I. I thought he was next year. Yeah, it's I think next he is year. too. He's a okay. sophomore. Yeah. Okay. That's why I didn't have him on my list to look up. <laughs> okay, man, that sucks. I. If you're Detroit, you need to. If he is declaring for the draft, you need to take him. I mean, I think there's a decent decent quarterback out there that they could take but there's some question marks with them who sam Howell. Where, where did he play north carolina oh yeah that's why i don't know him. uh okay. matt corral also wouldn't be bad i'm a big bo nicks guy i'm not a big desmond Ryder as cincinnati guy Man, he's got mobility i mean that's... he does he does i haven't watched a lot of his tape admittedly um, Sam Howell, I've got some question marks on. 
Um, you know, but I think Bo Nix is going back to college. So I don't even think he's draft eligible this year. So, um, not a strong quarterback class. So, um, I know a lot of people are high on Kenny Pickett. He's one guy I'm getting ready to go look up. I know he is. Kyper. I bet you he goes to the Steelers. He's Kuiper McShay's number one overall QB in every stats. And number 20 overall for Kuiper, number 16 for McShay. Um, had great stats, you know, 4,319 passing yards, 67 completion rate, 42 touchdown passes, and seven picks in 2021. Uh, he's 6'3", 220 pounds. So, I mean, I have concerns about his reading reading the play. Um and I'll mention this again before we get to our actual um, draft analysis. Um, and I can't believe I'm actually agreeing with Colin Cowherd on this. Um, it's not necessarily about the prospect more than it is about where they land than anything yeah. else. So I'm, yeah, it's, it's, it has a lot to do with it. I, I, I never thought about it. Like me who just loves looking at the raw potential analytics and the player and all that. I never think about it. It's more about where they land than how they do in college. Because can yeah. you imagine if Andrew Luck went anywhere besides Indianapolis? Might still be in the I'll, league. Might still be in the league. Might be a champion. Yeah. Not if he went to a shit team. Yeah, admittedly. Um, but anyway, we're, we're, we're going to have ourselves... We're here soon. I, I will say we are going to be talking potentially about... Um, you know, potential first-round picks. We're going to talk about the big names. Um, give them their time and do kind of give what we see on tape. Um, and then, uh, Chris, I don't know if you're going to go into kind of like the analytical side of it. I know I am. Uh, I'm not sure yet. Okay. Um, I might just let you do that. I, was saying, I, I love the numbers and the analytics behind certain things. So. Um, yeah, I'll probably let you do analytics and okay. stuff then. Um, <laughs> Make are, my life easier. Are you ready to move on to our predictions for next week? Yep, and it's going to be very short. We are yeah. into wild card weekend. I'm excited. So we will see you guys in third down. Yeet. Third down. Third down time, motherfuckers. Let's go. That's the weirdest entrance you've ever done. Never do that again, please. Okay, <laughs> that's fair. Um Anyway, it is third down time. It is time for us to predict the wild card weekend. We are doing double points for wild card weekend, divisional round, conference championship. Should we do triple points, or what do you think? Uh, honestly, we can. Yeah, I mean, we can do it. I was more saying, and should, more should we go the... like two points for wild card, three points like times three for division, times four for conference, and then times five for Super Bowl? Oh, times five for Super Bowl. All yeah, right. just kind of go like you know. Playoff times two, division times three, championship times four, times five for Super Bowl. Yeah, that's good. Okay. Uh, Pro Bowl, we'll just leave times two. Yeah, because no one cares about the Pro Bowl. Uh, Well, we're going to predict it anyways. Yeah. (laughs) Let's do times Uh, 100 for the Pro Bowl. Oh, my goodness. No. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to lose because of the Pro Bowl. (laughs) All righty. Do you want to give your predictions first, or should we just go game by game? I'm just... Um, I can get mine first. Okay. All right. We got, I believe, Saturday... Let me... Gosh dang it. This is why I'm going to like my other 
Yeah. Um, spreadsheet way better. Okay. Saturday Monday at three o'clock. Oh. Yeah, Monday. Get out of here. <laughs> uh, Saturday at three thirty. Uh, we got the Raiders going to Cincinnati and playing the Bengals. I think it's going to be close, but I got the Raiders by eight, or the Raiders by eight. I got the Bengals by eight over uh, the Raiders. I think that Cincinnati offense is just a tad bit too high-powered for the Raiders to be to compete with, in my professional, that isn't professional opinion. We're, we're semi-pro. Yeah. Um then we got Saturday evening at seven fifteen. We got the Patriots going back to Buffalo. Um, Buffalo is going to win this game unless it's another fifty mile an hour win game. Uh, I got Buffalo winning twenty four to twenty one over New England. Uh, I just don't think Matt Jones is quite there yet. He did enough to get him to the postseason, but I don't think he's going to make it any further than that. Uh, and we go to Sunday at noon. We got the Eagles, number seven Eagles, going to the number two Bucks. I think it's going to be a close game. I think the Eagles are going to be able to run the ball on Tampa Bay and hopefully, potentially, keep Tom Brady off the field. If they can do that, I think it's going to be a close game, but I don't think it's going to be quite enough. I think the Bucks are still going to win 28-24. I don't think that Eagles defense is quite good enough. Uh, I think Tom Brady is going to do just enough to move on to the divisional round. 49ers Cowboys Sunday at 3:30. I got the 49ers. I think they're going to run all over that Cowboy defense uh, and I don't think the Cowboys are going to do much to stop it and I think Dak Prescott is not going to play a very good game. Um, he has been hit or miss all season except for when he's played garbage teams and backups. Inconsistency is not how you get things done in the NFL. I don't think he he moves on to the divisional round, which is unfortunate because I fear the 49ers the most, but oh well. Um, and Sunday night, Ben Roethlisberger, this will be your last NFL game. Sorry, buddy. I don't think you guys have any chance of beating the Chiefs. I think it's going to be 30-10. to 10. Um, Yeah, it's just going to be a slaughter. I'm sorry. See you never. Uh, and yeah, yeah, that too. Uh, Monday at seven fifteen. So weird. <laughs> I'm happy though because hopefully I'll get to watch it while I'm at work. Uh, we got the Cardinals going to L.A. I think it's going to be a good game. And for some reason, when I was typing in my scores, I just kept gravitating to twenty nine for the Rams. So, I think the Rams are going to win 29-24. They're going to win by five. Uh, but I think that's gonna, probably going to be the best game of the uh, wild card weekend. Okay. Um, all right, so starting with me on Saturday, I've got the Bengals beating the Raiders 28-27, and I think it's going to be by a Joe Burrow to Jamar Chase touchdown to win. Like with an extra point. So that'll be that'll be Jamar Chase's fifteenth catch for three hundred and seventy four yards and his fourth touchdown, right? Sure, something like that. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's go with that. Uh, and then going on to the New England and Buffalo game at seven fifteen on Saturday. 
I've got New England winning, thirty to twenty-seven. Um, I yes, Chris, I did change this mid-record. Yeah, I know. I I, I was watching. Uh, the more I thought about it, the more I'm like, man, it's gonna be hard to beat you know Belichick twice in a year, and you know Belichick is very good at the defensive side of it. I think Mac Jones will play a little bit better than what he has lately. Um, I've got I've got New England. I, I you can call it an upset. I think they're pretty well even footing. Didn't. Didn't uh, Miami beat Belichick twice, and they're not even in the playoffs? It's because we're gods. Then if you're gods, why aren't you unbeaten and into the playoffs? Uh, because then the league wouldn't be fair, and we'd have a bunch of bandwagoners. Um, okay, you can still be gods and make it look pedestrian and go like... Nah, we, we, we just had to wait five. for Tua to ascend to the throne. Uh, All right, keep dreaming, bud. Yeah, <laughs> let me have my moment here, okay? I um, no, like I said, I got the Patriots winning thirty to twenty-seven game-winning field goal by the Patriots kicker, who I can't even tell you his name. Uh, then for the Sunday noon game, um, I've got the Bucks just dominating the Eagles. I don't think the Eagles are that good of a team. Um, I've got the Bucks winning thirty-five to thirteen. I don't think Jalen Hurts is going to be ready for that defense. Um, that isn't that good, but okay. I think, think it's better than anything Jalen Hurts has seen this year. That's a potential. What they you've seen the Bucks defense this year? Yeah, I know. Okay. <laughs> I, I think they're going to turn it up a few degrees for playoffs. Then we got the Niners Cowboys. I think this is going to be game of the week. Like I can't game. believe you did that. <laughs> you snuck it in there, even in the wild cards. Yep. Come on, dude. Yep. Forty Niners win twenty eight. Cowboys, 25, 49ers get the win in advance. Aye, aye, aye. <laughs> um, Chiefs, Steelers, sorry, Big Ben, as much as I'm rooting for you, it's going to be 21-13 Chiefs, um, and Big Ben will see you with a gold jacket in about five years. I'm just noticing, you didn't predict a 28-25 score last week. I didn't? No. And there was a game that ended 28-25. Yep. That's yep. crazy. Um, and then for the Cardinals Rams on Monday night, I've got the Rams winning twenty three to twenty. Again, another I love my game winning field goals. So, nah, bro, you wrong. I'm wrong. I don't know. <laughs> but and then in our divisional round, obviously we have the Packers waiting on the lowest seed, and the, the Titans waiting on the lowest seed. Which I think the Packles are Packles. Packers will play Saturday, uh, and I think the Titans will play Sunday. Yeah, I think usually the NFC plays on Saturday. And... I think so too. Oh, I think actually lately they've been doing one on one and one on one, haven't they? Um, that's a very good possibility. Actually, I'll look last year. Uh, divisional playoffs. It was a Saturday. Saturday. Yeah, it's one on one. Okay, I thought so. But I think the Packers will play on Saturday because, you know, that's usually what they do. Yeah. So. All right. Well, then shall we go ahead and head to uh, fourth down? We shall, my good sir. Or I'm going to call it the screaming segment. Uh, Don't scream at me, please. I won't be screaming at you. Um, (laughs) Please stick around if you want to hear me have a full nuclear meltdown about the Brian Flores and all my thoughts and opinions on it. We'll see you in fourth down. Um, Yeah, sure will. Fourth down.
All right, it's fourth down time. I caught Chris off guard there for a second. Not uh, really. Good try, but not really. Let's, Chris, you could talk about the Packers real quick. We'll, we'll talk about them because it's going to be less time for once talking about the Packers. Uh, I mean, I don't really have too much, mainly because the starters played for a quarter or two quarters, I guess. Yeah. But when they played, I, I they played decent. I mean, the defense didn't play great, which I'm not quite sure who started on the defense and I don't think Jair was stuff. there. I don't... Well, he's yeah, he wasn't there. Um, yeah, I'm not sure how many starters came out and played, but we're down 17 to 13 at halftime. Uh, I assume when Mason Crosby missed extra point is why we had 13 because Rodgers, like I mentioned earlier, 14 for 18, 138, and two tutties. Um, yeah, I think it played great. Uh, like I said, I, they stay in the whole game. They win that game. But we didn't have anything to play for, so I'm not too upset with it. Just a game that didn't matter. Kind of like a preseason game. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Jordan Love, I don't know what to think of him yet. I don't think I will know what to think of him for a while. Uh, he just disappoints. Two, two times this year, disappointed. Especially when you get two chances and you just throw interceptions twice. It's like, come on, dude. But, oh well, is what it is. It's pretty much all I got. Yeah, I I don't think you really have to worry about, um, you know, the loss to the Lions. You had nothing to play for. It didn't matter. You know, yep. It... Yep, let's hope it doesn't affect our psyche of the team going into the postseason. I think it's just, you know, you, you want to play a little bit to, to just get there, and then. Go uh, yeah, Matt, I mean Matt Lafleur, he ripped into the defense though. He was furious. Oh yeah. But I mean, why wouldn't he be? He just gave up a bunch of yards and a bunch of points to the Lions. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, I wouldn't be too worried. I thought overall the Packers actually played a good game, and you know it's good to get that type of experience. For your younger guys, so you know who to keep and who to not keep. Oh, yeah. Um, on to Miami. On to Miami. All right, I want to start off by saying, first, the throwback jerseys need to be the full-time jerseys. Have you seen those? Yeah, I've seen them. Oh, God, dear Lee. Better than our new logo. Better than our new jerseys. Give me back those. Please. Please. I'd like the Packers to go all green. Like, green jersey, green pants. Like, they did that one game this year, but, like, yeah. a different type of yellow. Um, all right. Brian Flores. Let's just start unpacking all of this at once. Um, and, you know, really, this is my fault. It really is. Because I said, we'll see you guys on Tuesday for, um, you know, just interesting Full of content, and I didn't realize I it was a monkey paw, you know. Just that's on me, but because yeah, I said damn almost, but hey, see you guys Tuesday. We got all this content for the weekend. There's still potentially more coaching openings starting tomorrow. Didn't realize mine was going to be one of it. <laughs> um, yeah, I I do want to say this. I liked Flores as a coach. I thought he brought 
good kind of like energy and everything. But then I saw the numbers a lot of people were sharing on Twitter. And and this is before we even got to the parts of like what was going on behind closed doors. So Brian Flores' time in Miami. We had four OCs in three years. Four offensive line coaches in three years. Fired the first offensive line coach three days into training camp. Uh, apparently Kyle Van Doy was ran off. We got rid of Minka Fitzpatrick. Could you imagine him in the secondary with Javon Holland? Not sure. Um, <clears throat> you know, put Fitzpatrick in over Josh Rosen in a lost season. Was putting Fitzpatrick in over Tua. And his record was below 500 by a game. He was on pace with the same record as Adam Gase. Really? Yeah, actually. So Adam Gase faced 18 playoff teams in, in his three seasons with Miami. He went 6-12. and 12. The offense averaged 19.1 points per game, and the defense allowed 26.8. Now keep in mind, Adam Gase was an offensive-minded coach. Yep. Flores and faced 18 playoff teams he went 5 and 13 averaging 19.7 points per game and allowed 33.5 points per game yikes as a defensive minded coach um, he was one game under 500 um, he went 24 and 25 as a coach and then out came a lot of what was being said behind the scenes um, and I'm, I'm going to report the sources right here because that's just the professional way to do it. Let me start off with a statement from the Miami Dolphins uh, saying that they are announcing that they are, uh, today head coach Brian Flores has been relieved of his duties, completed his third season as head coach of the 24-25 and 25 record. This is from um, Stephen Ross, owner of the Dolphins. I made the decision today to part with the Dolphins after evaluating where we are as an organization and what we need going forward to improve. I determined that the key dynamics of our football organization weren't functioning at a level I wanted to be and felt that this decision was in the best interest of the Miami Dolphins. I believe we have a talented young roster in place and have the opportunity for much better in 2022. I want to thank Brian for his hard work and wishing him nothing but the best in the future. So clearly, Greer and Flores weren't on the same page. Almost, yeah, almost have to not be on the same page. Yeah. And then came the reports. Um, this is from Matt Kanata. Um, he tweeted out, I will say this, there are a lot of people inside the Dolphins organization who are, and I don't know if happy is the right word, but feel like a weight has been lifted when Brian Flores is gone, said that he, they, he was a tough guy to work with and be around. And then Jason Sarney uh, said two and Flores had major words post-Titans game per sources. I heard Tua dropped a rare F-bomb towards Flores, and now his co co coaching job is vacant. Hmm. And then Ian from NFL Film, Film Studio said, not surprised Flores out. His inability to build his staff and relationship with players was a massive issue with the front office and higher. Think he'll have a better uh, time. Second go around, he's a great defensive coordinator. Um. Well, my favorite one was, I'm cool if just simply Flo got fired for taking 18 weeks to bench Jesse Davis. Uh, if you don't know who Jesse Davis is, you didn't watch a Dolphins game because he would get walked by anyone like he was a uh, a turnstile and a subway system. It's probably because he was. Yes. <laughs> um, if 
I am completely fine with thinking Flo and Greer weren't on the same page. You know, and if that's the case, if they were on the same page, you need everyone pulling on the same direction. Um, if the stuff about Tua, and then like I just saw something of like him yell of two of him yelling at Tua on the sideline was just like oh okay well this is not good like it just just a nightmare right now what's going on um and, and we'll never know because again what happens behind closed doors generally will stay behind closed doors type deal you know yeah um but i'm hoping to me, if you fire Flores like this, if you can't try and get him on the same page, then you, to me, there's only two people I want. And if we don't get them, then what's the point? If it's not um, Harbaugh or it's not B enemy, you know, and I just I just saw from Tom uh, Pellicero, Dolphins put in a request to interview Dan Quinn from the Cowboys. Um, I'm not sure that you want Dan Quinn. I don't want Dan Quinn. And then I also saw that we put in for the offensive coordinator for the Bills. And I also thought we put in for the offensive coordinator for the 49ers. You realize that the offensive coordinator for the 49ers doesn't actually call the plays? <laughs> That's Shanahan's job. Yeah. Um, but to me, I, I, I hope it's Harbaugh or enemy. I really do. And if it's not one of those two, then I'm going to be very confused unless like, it's just how that is, you know, um, unless they just couldn't agree. If this is what's going to help Tua get over the top and be where I thought he was be when I was doing profiles of him when, you know, before we even started this, then, you know, I want to see what happens here. Yeah, um, if that if if getting rid of Flores means Tua's going to develop better because he'll have confidence, and we all know this is a league that you need to have confidence to be in. Oh yeah, then you know if, if getting rid of someone who's hard on your quarterback, your franchise cornerstone, you're hoping he is, then that's what you need to do. Apparently we're waiting for someone that has head coaching experience because, okay, so we've had 13 total coaches in, in the Miami Dolphins history, right? We've had 11 since I've been alive. Really? Yep. Dang. Now, that counts like interim coaches and everything too. Oh. Technically, they are a coach, so. Yeah. But. Like I said, it's, I, I think it's crazy that the Steelers have only had, like, what? What is it? Three? Three NFL coaches in, like, the last 60 years? Yes. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah. Um, I don't know, I'm, I'm hoping it's Harbaugh. I know Ross came out and said, oh, it's not going to be Harbaugh. I'm not going to be the owner that takes away, you know, him from Michigan. But, yeah. How much of that is a smokescreen versus how much of that is actually true? You know, that's to be determined. 
I know he's a Michigan alum and he's got the that loyalty there and everything, but come on, if you're telling me you would rather have your former alma mater versus the team you own having success, then you need to sell the team because clearly you don't have your priorities straight. <laughs> That's fair. So. I don't know what when you saw that. I guess I you know I know we kind of covered this in first down. Um, whenever you saw that Miami had fired their coach, what was your first thought? TJ's gonna be pissed. And oddly enough, I wasn't pissed. I was shocked because I'm like, okay, that, that that came out of nowhere. What happened that made this that way? You know, and and maybe it was maybe it's the opposite of what everything we're seeing. Maybe. Maybe Flo was more pro Tua and anti Watson, and the other two, you know, like we just don't know yet. Yeah. Um. But I guess we'll find out more in the future, and go from there. But right now, I'm just shocked. I'm surprised. I hope this doesn't come back and bite us in the absolute rear, and I hope we make the next step the right step going forward. Yeah, it's the Dolphins. You probably won't. Shut up. <laughs> Oh, I'm bad. <laughs> I mean, you weren't wrong, more than likely, but I can be hopeful. No, I don't think you can. I, th- I think I can. Uh, I don't think you can. I will eat your babies. Wow, that's weird. Um, <laughs> oh, no. Do you have anything else for fourth down? I... I don't think so. I mean, I'm just ready for some playoffs, um, personally. Um, I think it's going to be fun. I, I mean, obviously, go pack go. I hope they make it to the Super Bowl and win, but I'm not holding my breath for anything after what I've seen the last two years. So, uh, I will say have to... congrats to Jalen Waddle for breaking the rookie receiving record. Nah, he's trash, dude. Didn't you know that? I will come and fight you. <laughs> He would be the second best receiver on the on the Packers right now. Yeah, that's number two. That also stands for poo, so. Oh, my God. <laughs> got you there, didn't I? Yeah, you did. I, I ain't got a good comeback on that one. <laughs> that was awesome. Um, yeah, good luck paying Devontae this year. We'll franchise tag him to be right. With what money? Franchise tag money, that's what. Okay, enjoy <laughs> your cat being still fucked. Yeah, that's fine. Bye. <laughs> You'll find a way somehow. Yeah, we'll find a way. I think, maybe, possibly, somehow. <laughs> ah, well, I'm just, I'm just riding the 2021 wave, not the 2022 wave. Yeah, I'm already focusing towards 2022. So. Yeah, well, that's your mistake. Well, you know, it happens. <laughs> Shit happens. Oh man, I just, I'm looking at it still. You guys, negative 42 million. No, that's negative thirty-seven. Um, according to over the cap, it is negative forty-two million. How the fuck did we lose five million? What the hell happened? Golly dang! Well, it says your effective cap space. Um, you're at negative forty-nine million. We lost twelve million dollars in the last few weeks. How? Yeah, forty-four people signed on the roster for next year. Rodgers, you need to take a pay cut, bud. He won't, uh, though. Bakhtiari, you need to take a pay cut. Um, Jordan Love, you can just move on. We don't want you no more. 
Uh, <laughs> yeah, enjoy that dead cap penalty. Yeah, that's true. Can't believe the Rams only have like two hundred and seventy-six thousand. I can't believe they even have money, <laughs> let alone funny. that much. Um, like that is just. The 49ers are gonna be in more trouble than we think they are. Good. They have thirty-two players signed, and they have eleven million dollars in cap space. Good, good, good. So. All right. I already have the last top five, bottom five ready to be posted. Okay. To um, Twitter. I got that ready to go. So you guys will see that momentarily. Do you have a big question for this week? Oh, uh, well, of course I do. Let me see what it is. <laughs> Let me see what it is, he says. <laughs> um... um I got two of them. Eagles, can you run the ball effectively enough and keep Tom Brady off the field long enough to keep him out of the game? Because if you can do that, you can win the game. But it's just a matter of if you play smart, complimentary football and run the ball because that's where your offense thrives. And number two, Mr. Big Ben Roethlisberger, do you really want to lose to the Kansas City Chiefs and have that be your last NFL game? I didn't think so. Let's beat the Chiefs. Let's move on. See what you got, buddy. Okay. Um, I don't think mine are, mine are selfish. Mine fully so focus on the Dolphins. Wow. Wow. <laughs> What's the next step, guys? Where? What are we doing here? That is my one big question. Um, are we building around Tua or are we building around somebody else? Like, what? What are we doing? Um, and then after that, it's the simple who wants it more? Who wants it more? Who yeah. wants it more? I want it more. Do you, though? Yeah, I want for my team to win. They're not or, even playing what? this week. Shut the hell up. Oh, well, I want my team to practice well. Um, yeah, I think that's what t- I want. <laughs> your team to practice well. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm going for. Um, as always, riveting takes by Chris here. Um, Woo! Chris, I don't got anything else for this week. Do you have anything else for this week? Um, no. Uh, I, I just hope we don't play the 49ers, but I also don't want the Cowboys to win. So I'm in a pickle there, but... Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. Let's just hope for the worst possible opponent in the divisional round and go from Should there. the Eagles, right? Yep. Go, Pat, go. Let's get it. Alrighty. Well, this has been another exciting week. The final week of the regular season. We're almost to the Super Bowl. We are inching ever closer. Oh, wait. Hang on. Before we... Why am I doing that? Chris, you forgot to talk about the guy who called him a bum. Oh, yeah! (laughs) I almost forgot two two weeks in a row. Yeah, so apparently that dude's based out of Chicago. Um, Whether he's a... Yeah, whether he's a Bears fan or not, I mean, you at least root for the Bears because you're based out of Chicago. And that dude straight up said he's not going to uh, vote Rodgers for MVP because he's a quote-unquote biggest jerk of the league. And Rodgers fired back with, uh, he's a bum. And I absolutely loved it. It was hilarious. Um, but I think Rodgers' take was professional. I mean, he's like, that guy doesn't know me. He hasn't sat down and had lunch and talked with me. He doesn't know anything about me. He just knows that I'm not vaccinated. And that's the only reason he's not going to vote for me. And, yeah, I, I just, 
I mean, I was like, this guy's fucking stupid when I heard that he wasn't gonna vote for him. And then when I heard Rogers' comeback, I was like, this is amazing. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I remember like when you texted me, I was like, oh yeah, we did forget to talk about that, didn't we? Uh, <laughs> anyway, now I've got nothing for, for the rest of this week. Um, best of luck to your teams in the wildcard weekend. We will see you guys next week. It'll have to be next Tuesday for all the uh, information that's going to be happening. Yeah, I guess we could have done this yesterday, couldn't we have? Well, we would have been without all this news, though. And we couldn't have. Oh, yeah, you work. I forgot. Never mind. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Never mind. Just the usual takes by me. Oopsie poopsie. Maybe we've spent less time playing Farming Simulator 2022 and more time. Hey, if you would actually get the game, you would think it's fun too, you jerk. I, I've literally watched people play it at work on their PlayStation. I, I don't see the appeal. It's because you're not playing it. You're watching somebody play it. There's a difference. Hey, get that Miami wins out of the Super Bowl, you dumb. <laughs> what is uh, wrong with you? I'm so glad you caught that before we were done recording. <laughs> oh, that's... That's a great way to end it. We'll see you guys next week. Love you all. Yep. Peace.